welcome to the Midwest Frontier Podcast, formerly known as Whistle Mission Outdoors. I am Jim. And I'm Pat. And this is a podcast dedicated to anything in the outdoors in the Midwest. We like to cover hunting, fishing, conservation, a little bit of opinion, and a little bit of lifestyle. We like to talk about the touchy and hot topics. Anything controversial that involves the outdoors. Each week we try to have a segment with Bushlight Billy where he goes over a recipe or a tip or a trick for cooking. There's so much to talk about, so come and join us on the Frontier. Oh, Bill, I love your Valentine's Day pumpkin. (laughs) <laughs> it's see okay you're the first person to think that kel got me that long 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 time ago she said oh it's a green pumpkin that's a green pepper no I, I i when i picked it up i knew it was green pepper but i thought that this was like a way leftover halloween decoration that tells that's, that, that's that. got pumpkin written all over it guys yeah. the cinnamon no, that stick, is not a pumpkin. The, the, the cinnamon stick, stick at the top yeah it's makes like, you think fall makes you think pumpkin it looks like a green pepper though. it does look like yeah but how many pepper. green peppers do you see actually i thought pumpkin pumpkin how many first. pumpkins do you see good or green Pumpkins are orange. They they start out green. They do start out green. So it's that's just an early. Pepper. It's an early. You need to one. post a picture of this to uh, the Midwest Frontier yeah, Instagram. We need to, okay, we need to take a vote. Survey Is this the a pumpkin yeah. or a green <laughs> And pepper? the reason I said Valentine's Day was because it clearly is not red or Valentine's Day like at all. I I don't even I don't decorate for anything. I don't know if you guys saw my snowman just fell over. That's that's left over from Christmas. All right. So real quick, I'm going to get my idea out of the way. You know how they do the one bite, everybody knows the rules with pizza? Yep. So I want to do that with Italian beef sandwiches in Chicago, and it's totally a spoof. There's a guy. Make a whole separate YouTube channel for it. I'm going to call it Midwest Beef Frontier. Totally do it. There's a guy who does that for burgers, but he like totally robbed the whole shtick from. I think you'd be good at it, Pat. I think I'm not going to rob the entire. No, 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 don't. Yeah, but uh, but I'm going to go up and be like, you know, I got it like a hey. Welcome back. You know, I'm gonna like really pour on the Chicago Italian accent. Okay, you know? I know somebody. Who's I got like a really your Chicago thick Italian accent. accent, by the way. I know a really guy who's got a real thick Chicago accent. I'll, I'll start off everyone like, hey, yeah, who, Jim? Doing? Jim. <laughs> <laughs> They're always hey, making fun of me. Part. I'm at Joey's right now. I gotta let you go, <laughs> Pat. I'll record it for you. I'll I'll do all the camera work on it. But because we were at an Italian beef shop yesterday, I I thought of this before, but we were out yesterday and. Um, I go up there and it's ten dollar beef sandwiches. I'm like, this better be. And I had my little Italian. That's voice what sandwiches going to my head. cost now. But know? no, I've I had this little Italian voice going to my head, and I'm like, this better be the best fucking sandwich <laughs> I ever <laughs> have in my life, you know. And I had it, and it would taste good, but the price ruined it, man. It was a thirty dollar order for me and Caitlin. And Caitlin takes two little bites. That's but the Five Guys the was like that is, ten man. years. Yeah, that's ago. not that bad. Yeah, ten years ago, Five Guys was fifteen bucks a person or more to eat at. But I remember going to Dukes and like they'd come up and be like, "I need two beefs, two fries." And you're like, "Hey, fourteen forty, and you're done. You're gone." You know, like that's. I heard they they opened up a Dukes at uh, the gas station. Oh, yeah, that's a don't get, them, don't get them started on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, no. me. No, me. I because like I'm mad for Bud. Like I'm I, very mad for Bud. So yeah, that's a that's a source. I'll, I'll explain later. But that is not. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it'd be like Bill if you made the best sandwich on the planet, right? And then you died, and you just sold it, and somebody else just is now making the sandwich under that name. It's not the same sandwich. Oh, it's a, so there's some drama. Involved. Oh, there's some drama huge, involved. Huge, huge rug huge. rug pulled out from under him, kind of thing for that okay. for Dukes. So anyway. We got a lot to cover because we got fishy Phil here. Oh yeah, I'm here. Hi Phil. And Welcome. To he's my got house. a thing he's covering for us, and then we also got to announce our fish fry. Um, I don't know. Do you guys want to? The one thing I want to get, I, I, kind of the whole thing that's been going on all week, is this train wreck. I just wanted Palestine. To, I wanted oh, to get God. some. Uh, I wanted to get some opinions on that. I don't. I didn't really like nail down facts. Like I, I, I was looking up some stuff, but 
So I have once swam in the Ohio River on the very southern tip of Indiana, and it was the shittiest river on the planet. So this didn't help is what you're saying. Yeah. (laughs) Well, my uh, my big thing is it's not being really reported on. Like I no, it's I'm, being very reported. On. I mean, it's reported on, but it's not a major, major issue like it it should be. Like, I feel like it's getting reported on now that people are complaining about it because that happened like on Friday, and I didn't start hearing week. about. Yeah, I didn't start hearing about this till like Sunday, Monday. Well, like, you know? and I, I'm obviously Monday, on TikTok a lot. I see a lot of like people posting like, "Look at this creek! All these fish are dead." And if you like, if cattle? they touch the, there's that cattle dying, and there's yeah. like animal, actual animals. Dying if they, uh, they interviewed a lady that lived 11 miles away. She had a bunch of hens and roosters and stuff, and they're all, all dead. dead. Yep. And then like if you if you like disturb the sediment on the bottom of like the creek, it's like a sheen, like a oil slick almost. Yeah, there was the videos of people throwing big rocks in, and then you watch the rainbow come up. You know, all because some union piece of crap. Well, didn't torque an axle or whatever the hell happened. I, I don't know. I just got it because they go, okay. So they also recently shot down a UFO I'm over. Union, so. You listening? Yeah. They, they also shot down a UFO over Lake Huron. Another UFO. Oh. They're calling, you know. Yeah. You know what else is going on right now? <clears throat> In the next couple of months, they're going to be releasing the uh, Epstein. That was supposed um, to happen already. Yes, that was supposed to happen about the same time this train derailment happened and the balloon happened and all that stuff. Yeah, so that's, that list is they're going to release that, but nothing's nothing's going to happen. All that stuff was pre-planned out. Like they're not going to release any real information. Clinton and Trump are both like, okay, we really got to get past this crap. How <laughs> yeah. are we gonna Anybody else feeling suicidal here? <laughs> okay, let's send out the balloon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, Biden took a bunch of crap over that Chinese spy balloon, and uh, it's just. Been crickets on it. No, they turned up the they turned up the sensitivity on the NORAD device that you know measures all the shit in the sky. So now they're shooting down happy birthday balloons and you know four hundred thousand dollar missiles. It's that that whole balloon thing was fishy. Hey, there's a balloon over Montana. I just keep an eye on it. All right, now over South Carolina or North Carolina, one of the Carolinas, they shot it down. But they're satellites that already know all of this information. It's it's garbage. Oh, that's I think this is fluffy politics. This is a distraction. Is what this is. Exactly, just a big distraction. Anyway, we're not a conspiracy theory. No, but I was just, I mean, that was big news. And it's just like, it is contaminated. Like uh, the, the one thing I wrote down here is people were, people were wondering if they'll ever be able to call it home again. Right. You know? Yeah. There was a story about a guy uh, who bought that, bought a house with his <laughs> wife and a uh, couple of kids and their whole, their whole life is invested in this house. And now that they'll never be able to sell it. Like they were saying, the one thing I thought was interesting is they're saying with private wells, don't drink your water. But if you have city water, it's okay. Which I was like, hmm, that seems a that seems a little odd. I work weird. right near like the busiest train track in Chicago. This it's it's where four lane squeezes down to one, and shortly after it squeezes back to four. It must have been like a zoning issue or something. And uh, but this thing is running all day long. Yeah. And I'm walking out to a truck, and I'm standing right next to it. And I'm thinking, man, what if this thing came off the rails right now? You know? Oh yeah. And there's a messed up rail right there. You know, and it's I mean it's. Makes you think. One last little tidbit I had that I, I wanted. I, for some reason, I follow this, and I don't know why, but on Fox 11, they reported this. Uh, Lake, Winne- Lake Winnebago Spear uh, brings, a, what does that say, whopping 177-pound <laughs> sturgeon. He speared 177-pound. speared it? Oh, my speared God. It. James uh, Gishkowski speared a massive 177 pounds, 79 uh, 79.9 inches, Whew. six foot eight. For reference, you know, yeah, female sturgeon. Was... This is the seventh largest fish ever caught with a spear in the system. Lake Winnebago? Yep. Must have been in like two feet of water. 
It's shallow there, but uh, they have a very short window of like that season. Yeah. And, but this guy at 79.9 inch, 177 pound. I mean, he caught caught a healthy 18 year old, you know, can you eat sturgeon? You can, but like it's uber frowned upon because they're so endangered. Well, he speared it. Oh yeah. I don't know. Then maybe, yeah, maybe I'm thinking like British Columbia stuff. Yeah. Because Um, I, I caught one in British Columbia, seven foot six. Um, and the guy's head's about 300 pounds. That's big so, fish. It was like watching a torpedo jump out of the water. I mean, oh, it's huge. So, for is there anything you wanted to cover off on from last um, week? Anything you the wanted beer's to, good. Yeah, the beer is good. I might uh, I get a refill. Hit the here. spot. Beer's um, good. Uh, I think. By the way, you guys, and, and before you leave, I think you guys should order one of these catalogs. Um, I see I the cover. Know. I like the meat grinder I don't on know the if cover. You've heard of uh, Walton's, but it is everything that you would ever need. For cooking, smoking, grinding meat, making sausage, everything. The one Phil, thing that's nice you're about everything I ever need for making. I was about to say that. the nice thing is, is you guys are a text away. Hey, I'm thinking about buying this. <laughs> Don't do that. Well, you pay eight bucks for that, and then they send you one every year. Like a meat grinder. Like didn't have to worry about that. We just crammed it through this thing and just. <laughs> me and Bill split that, but we bought a really good one. Yeah, we yeah. bought a really. You could drop. I, a, I feel like I need to like pay a leasing fee. Yeah, uh, you could drop a bag of bolts in that thing, and it'll turn it into ground meat. It's, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. What uh, what kind of meat grinder? Weston. Weston. It's like a Weston twelve something. Weston twelve, yeah. So it's like seven hundred fifty pounds per hour capacity. But I remember when you guys I'll first started. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have all of this meat ready by the time they get, you know, even halfway through theirs. And then you guys figured it out, and it's like this thing. Yeah, so we got like, it. I was listening oh, to meat. I was listening to Mediator one week, and they said, "Hey, use our uh, promo code for twenty five percent off." I'm like, twenty five. Like, I, let me look into this. So I text him, and we touch base later, and he's like, "Yeah, it's twenty five percent because we were going to get the one that was like however many bucks, and we actually upped it a, a, a little bit because we got twenty five percent off." It would have been the same price, right? Yeah, it was like a hundred bucks off. So yeah, we got like a five hundred dollar grinder for you know. Or I'll have to talk to you guys after the podcast about that because I may be in the market. Absolutely. I've done two batches of uh, homemade sausage so far. See, that's something I want to try next. <clears throat> I bought uh, a dedicated stuffer. Do you guys have one of that? It comes, yeah, it comes with a kit. It okay. mounts to the front of the uh, of the snout. Okay. So I'll show you after the, before we leave. <clears throat> Do you ever end up getting that bow fill? No, I never went and got it. Come on. I know. You, you're not missing anything. We we sat out there all <laughs> fall, and you know, I shot one, just never found it. Yeah. You know. But so moving on, so let's we have two major things that we have to discuss today, and we'll let you choose which one. Do you want to talk about the fish fry, or do you want to talk about your your thing? You're let's go for over us? your smoker first. Oh, my smoker! I thought well, we were going to do well, that with yours. Well, we can talk about it as we go through. So I I prepared a segment, um, but you went and had a baby, so everything yeah. got canceled. Yeah, it did. Yeah, <laughs> but you um, listening, Cal? She told me if yeah, I tell it's my all your fault. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it felt like a snow day. You then last I mean? week was the, uh, was, was the uh, Super Cup. We had the oh, Super yeah, Cup the Super week. Cup was on, so I didn't make it to the it, podcast. Oh, you no. mean Da Upa Bowl? This way, I don't even know who won. <laughs> I have no, but I did win $30 on a square. And I didn't even win. I won. I got 30 bucks because the guy next to me won. Real quick. So. I'm, I I know the football lingo, per se. Yeah. What would you think of that uh, holding call at the end? I thought that was garbage. Were you, were you a Philly fan? Um, I didn't have a... I didn't have a Did dog in the, the race gym? or whatever the term is, but uh, we watched a lot of good bones that night. But <clears throat> so Kansas City I got just screwed on think... a couple calls in the middle of the game, and the Eagles got screwed on the call at the end of the game, and it changed. Everything. So who won then? The Chiefs. The Chiefs. Kansas. Oh, City. so that's good. That's a Midwest team. 
We always I'm want happy, Midwest I'm happy teams the to Chiefs win. won because uh, shout out to uh, Chris down in Missouri, and he's a big Kansas City Chiefs fan. All those guys down there. Are, I like so. any time of team from the Midwest. Like I don't even care. Like let's say the World Series, you know, and it was like uh, any team from the Midwest won. I'd be happy. Brewers. This you know? sounds hilarious. I did want Philly to win in the World Series, but they've lost three uh, national championships this year. Really? <laughs> well, they need to lick their wounds. MLS, MLB, and NFL. Wow. Wait, what's what's MLS? Major League Soccer. Oh, you know that's not even a sport, dude. No, it's not. I, <laughs> it's not. That's I've not never, even I've most popular sport in the world. But. I know, but like that. I just <laughs> saw the Midwest. <laughs> I just yeah, saw this garbage. guy. I just saw this guy. I don't even know who it was talking about it. He says it's the dumbest game ever. That's why three year olds can play it. You know. And so I, I was like, that's that's very well. Said. You want to watch a boring game? Watch cricket. Oh my god! No, you want to watch a boring, a boring game? Boring you watch game. soccer. Yeah, it's, it's the like, one time. It's like, Two when, days long and one goal is scored. Everyone was talking about soccer to one time. I some championship thing. I'm like, I'll give this a shot. I'm like sitting there for like 15 minutes. I'm like, I don't understand the what the draw of this game is. Remember that Simpsons episode? Oh, yeah. Passes yeah. to left. Passes to left. Passes to center. Do you remember this, Pass though? back no. to right. And then the, you know, the Hispanic announcer is like, pass to left. Pass to center. <laughs> yeah. Score. You know, like, kick. Hold, hold, hold. Goal. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried giving it a shot. Not, not for me. Watch, but, but I'm I don't telling think, you, watch nah, cricket. It's, it's like watching, watching a baseball game at a third of the speed. Honestly, I think the most entertaining game to watch is golf. It's just uh, a baseball most, game at a third of the speed. Yeah, it's a baseball game at one third speed. Wait, is that the one where they hit it with a paddle? Yeah, they hit it with a paddle and then they run back and forth between. It's really, it's. I always thought that was so dumb. I still love watching baseball, but that one comedian James is it Corin or something? Corin, mm. kind of the chubby, the big fat British guy. Yeah. yeah. And he was talking about the one time he had a little segment of things he learned when he got to the U.S. And he says, baseball. He goes, what is this baseball? He goes, this is like watching a picnic of people you've never met. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I guess I could see that. If you baseball were, is like, kind of boring. Cricket's worse? <clears throat> cricket, it, it, I'm telling you, it is way worse. And a cricket game isn't like – it can go on for days. Like literally they stop and they come back tomorrow. It's like resume. 70% easier to hit a cricket ball than a baseball. B-double-E-double-R-U-N. All right, buddy. Beer. I'm gonna, I'll get you one. What do you want? No, you I'm want? good. I'm on, I'm on number two. Oh. You can't well, start I, drinking. You know, you can't day drink if you don't start in the morning. I'm good. Bill's empty. Well, I'm a one beer. Uh, Come on, Pat. One more. One more. It's a big day. One more. Okay. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll have another one, Jim. <clears throat> in yeah. like 20 minutes. Thank you, sir. Wait. Staple on the podcast. Hey, we should paint your fridge the color of a bush like me. This fridge, honest to God, like I, I want to get a new fridge just so like it's... That fridge looks like it's stained like cigarette smoke. It, it is. <laughs> I, I cleaned like the it one that was in the old house. I cleaned yeah, it one time, and yeah, it's like brown. But because I guess the previous owners used to smoke. But uh, that that fridge is from the from original. It's like a '94, but it, it works. Still rocking. It's, it's, it's hey, throw it in your basement. It's gonna it's gonna go to the garage. That's gonna be a garage beer fridge. Ah, uh, the garage beer fridge. That's we might we might turn a garage into a podcast studio. That's what I'm thinking. I like podcasting at your house for some reason. I don't mind it. Hey, I'm sorry the house is a little bit messy today. So anyway, we uh we're way off topic here. Let's. Oh, the baby's good. Thanks. He's uh he's uh pooping a lot. You got him flycasting yet? No, no, no. Flycasting. <laughs> I did tell the story of baby's first bayonet oh, to Cala yeah. because I said we can't. I can't wait to get. So my dad let him buy a bayonet the one time when he was a little kid. My mom was pissed. I was like and, six, and she goes, "This is great, baby's first bayonet." My dad laughed so hard. He'll still tell you that story today. Yeah. You know? a, a bayonet. No, well, I think he bayonet. said. I think he went up to my mom and said, "Oh, it's it's baby's first bayonet," and she was like, "Oh." I thought I thought mom came up with that. No, anyway, I think dad came up with that. So let's get back on track with Phil with because uh, we're going to talk about the Kamado. 
And but yep. you had a bunch of stuff you want to talk about. So, so this is kind of a how to buy a smoker. Is that what yeah, we're doing? Yeah. So I went uh, one night, just didn't have anything going on. Made a bunch of notes on my phone. My main reference for all my notes, and Bill, you may have been on this website before, AmazingRibs.com. You yeah. used it? Even I've been on that one. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So that that's pretty much like the website that got me started on smoking. Um, Which is how many years ago would you say? I was in college, so, oh, so I, I think actually this. like 21. When I was 21, I got a Weber grill for my birthday, and that was yeah. Bill's been doing it a lot, lot, lot. And you own how many? You you got a collection going? I know that. I have three smokers, and then I have a, a Weber kettle too. That. I sometimes use as a smoker if I'm no doing gas. something small. Weber no, kettle. no gas. <laughs> you wouldn't waste his time. I, I'm actually, I'm not opposed to gas. I would get a, a gas. I was going to ask that. I, I want to get one just, just for the ease Yeah, of it I mean, I actually just put in this patio on the side of my house that I just threw everything and keep them all under covers because they used to all be garage kept, but that kind of took up a lot of my garage. But uh, yeah, so I just want to have as many as I could fit back there, basically. Um, but anyways, so... To start the, it off. The, the, to start it off is when you want to buy a smoker, the first note I have is decide which fuel you want to use. So yeah, that's you, a, that, And I would that's say that's cool. very important because when he was first talking about the egg, I thought it was a wood, strictly like wood chunks. And then we're watching videos on it. I'm like, this is this is just a big-ass Weber yep. with, with charcoal. But then I kind of fell in love with it the more I watched it. I'm like, this is actually not going to be too bad. I was actually, uh, if we're going Kamado um, – Home Depot in uh, Orland, right by my house, they have a real nice Kamado Joe, and it's like it's thirteen hundred bucks. It's a little pricey. So it's the same price, but as it's the big like, green egg. but it's decked out. It's got every attachment, like hydraulic. Uh, Mine spring um, loaded. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This thing was like, this was awesome. I was like, man, if I had thirteen hundred dollars to waste on another grill, I would totally buy this one. Come we'll on. get into that. So, well, we, we could either talk about mine now or we could talk about it later. Well, so. um, let's let's get through because I know Kamados are going to come up. But yeah, okay. so so I mean, there's there's gas smokers, there's electric smokers, there's charcoal, there's now, pellet. For my research, wood. the gas smokers you're talking about, that's kind of like very entry level. So right? actually, um, I stole this little graphic off of AmazingRibs.com, and electric is going to be the most simple. So you're oh, just you're right, you're using. Right. You plug it into the walls. Yeah, and then when you when you introduce gas, you get a little bit more extra uh, byproducts from your from your smoker, which add to your flavor. So, which one do you have, Pat? I have gas. Oh, it is so, gas. Okay, I thought you did have electric propane. So this yeah, graphic yeah. Um, says how the heat source influences flavor, and electric is basically gas and air. So whatever you're getting off of your wood chunks or wood chips, whatever you're using, that's it. Uh, then when you introduce gas, you get gases from combustion like carbon dioxide and then vapor. Um, but then once you move into charcoal and wood, you get a whole bunch of extra flavor. So that I've saw this or seen this years ago. And basically, I've always just looked at charcoal and wood as the two options yeah. um, okay, now for, what, for me. So when it comes to gas, so you're obviously it's the exhaust from the combustion that's burning. Right. I mean, they, like, you know, smokers kind of take the smoke and it goes off after you get it, it goes off. So but you're actually just burning the end result of burning propane is, is what you're using. Yeah. Realistically. Yeah. Plus wood. Right. Plus no, I'm wood. Talking about, like if I, if I fire up my gas grill right now, it would just for the flavor. You're not really like heating. actually in, in my smoker. If you have a heavy wood like set in there, that's super dry, cranks up the heat. So it's kind of half wood, True. half gas. OK. Yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah, so uh, 
charcoal charcoal and wood is kind of what I've always looked at, but I know like people and and the other thing with and I have pros and cons of the other two that I I've never owned them, so I don't I can't speak firsthand, but um one of the pros of electric is you just set it and forget it. There's no ashes, not a lot of cleanup. You know, you don't have a, a fuel supply you have to keep checking because I'm sure you know what the pellet smoker. Oh yeah, running out of that sucks. Oh yeah, he's got, I, um, he got the rolling right now. I just cleaned. I just cleaned mine today, actually. But uh, one of the one of the pros for the electrics is it's good at low temp, which when you're burning wood, it's kind of hard to stay real low. So it's good for fish and cheese. What, yeah. What's like low when when you're saying like I'd say 150 or lower is probably considered low. Oh, yeah. Really? I'm, like I'm running mine only at like 210. I, I, I thought low right temps now, were to 225. I thought it was low temp. Yeah, know? no, this would be lower than that. Oh, okay. Use yeah. an electric pellet, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. I got it plugged in right now. It's going, but I got it set to 200, uh, 210 right now because I'm smoking salmon. So um, See, I even consider like 200 like pretty low. Yeah. That's I mean, when I started on my Weber kettle, I a lot of recipes call for 225, and it's hard to keep a Weber oh, kettle, yeah, because it's so small and your charcoals in there. It's it's hard to keep it down to charcoals in general are kind of hard to temperature control. I'll tell you one thing, man. My propane that it is so hard to keep the temp on that thing. Is if, it? if it's below 50 degrees, like impossible. And well, if there's a little bit of wind, forget and then it. I have a buddy that had a propane, and he said like because. You got a little burner underneath it, right. and if you have a breeze blowing through, all your heat's going that way <laughs> yeah, instead of into the outside. smoker. <laughs> so I'm actually going to make like a little wood cage, or I'm going to buy. He, that's what he did. He would put like a cardboard box on the side so mm-hmm. that it wouldn't. But yeah, so I might do that just for the bottom, just for like the bottom foot. Um. So yeah. So that's electric gas is pretty much the same. It says mostly the same as electric. Set it and forget it. Inexpensive. Um. One of the cons of those are that there a lot of them are like tall, skinny cabinets, and they're too narrow to fit like larger cuts, like a brisket or ribs. Yeah, so you, that's, those are kind of set up for hanging, right? I mean, you kind of—it's really good for like hanging fish or like sausage if you want to do something like I, that. But I, was, I mean, that's really who it's geared towards, right? I mean, it's not guys for with an eighteen-pound brisket that are going to be using that thing, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, like a lot of like apartments. Like you're not really allowed. Well, for gas, I'm not sure what the rules are, but yeah, at least electric, you could just plug it into the wall and and. Does it have to be outside uh, when you do an electric? I, oh, yeah. I'm not. Sure. Yeah, I, I would assume so because you've got smoke going. So yeah, you, you're I mean, smoke your wife out. is gonna hate you. If well, I, I, I was thinking if it's if it's fully electric, how is it any different than the oven? You know, just the smoke. Yeah, it'll still. Burn oh, so it is little, still like billowing smoke. Oh, absolutely. yeah. It oh, burns okay. those little pucks. You know. That's what you got. You got little pucks you got to use, don't you? No, I, I was going to buy. I was going to have one gifted to me that had those little pucks, but I guess it was just so trash that it wasn't a thing anymore. So. Oh, okay. Okay. I, that's why I, I, I heard you say that, and I ended up looking those up. And yeah, it's kind of they, got they're like proprietary. A- so you pay 25 bucks for 15 of these little pucks, and you're thinking that's going to smoke meat. You know, I was excited at first because it was free. I'd try anything, right? Yeah. But- um, all right. So let's move on to charcoal. So charcoal. The biggest pro is your taste is going to be on. You're going to have more flavor from the actual cook. Yeah. So uh, that's the biggest pro. Um, the cons: it requires a lot more nursing than previous options. But before, when you were talking about this on the podcast, I knew that wasn't really a con for you. Not for me. You, you wanted to be able to tinker with it, play, mm-hmm. you know adjust it and that's why i was texting you about it and i said the weber kettle is 
pretty much the perfect thing. It's the cheapest. It's $150 now back a couple of years ago before everything went up. Actually, back nine months ago, they were probably 100 bucks. But, I've never uh, actually seen one, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, you have. Yeah. That's a kettle. That's the kettle. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah, it's just yeah, a yeah. grill, but oh, you can okay. use it as a smoker. So I was I was just telling him when I because I, I built mine today. It came in on a pallet and everything, so I didn't do it till this morning. But all mine is is a big ass version of that. Is yeah, all it well, is. Well, and super insulated too. It's super. super and yeah, yours can get up to stupid high temperatures. Mine, I, I heard. I thought I heard nine hundred. I think the green egg gets to nine hundred. Mine only goes to seven hundred. He tricks yeah, so that damn thing. Yeah, you got to burp these things. You ever hear about burping an egg? I'll talk about that later. But you got to burp them. I yeah. found out this is this is a very big warning. See when I when I bought when I got the uh, pellet smokers they they want you to run it at maximum temp for like an hour when you first get it because it burns off all those oils yeah, yeah, and everything that oh we'll get to it. my burping in a minute so I didn't realize this was a thing we're gonna get we're gonna get to that pretty soon so charcoal just the taste a uh, little bit more work to uh, maintain your temps than pellets you've got the same um, uh, taste from all the combustion so the pro is set it and forget it. Um, but same, once again, that's an electric coil heating these up, right? There's no, no, fire no it's a, it's a real fire. So you use an electric, like uh, hot surface igniter to light the pellets. And then it's a, it's a full blown little fire in there. So yeah. how does it control the temperature though? A uh, fan. Well, so there's actually, there, with this one. there's actually a little fire going on in there. Yeah. Okay. I thought it just kind yeah. of disintegrated those with some sort of heat. So it really is the same thing as a offset smoker. But don't tell someone that has an offset smoker that because they'll yeah. get pissed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's actually a, my. I have two charcoal smokers, and then I bought a pellet. Um, just kind of wanted to see what they were all about, and I like it. It it comes in way handy now that I have kids and I'm cooking all the time. So plug it into the wall, set it. You forget about it, yeah. right? So um, it's not what like grew me into how I became to love smoking. Like I loved doing kind of what you want to get started on. And I think that's the way to learn. But, uh, but yeah, it's super easy. And I could definitely see that coming in later, a pellet for me. Cause I get, it'll get to the point where it's like, I love the smoke food, but I don't want to babysit this thing all day. Right. You know, um, mine, <clears throat> mine, you got to babysit for sure. I yeah. you got to check at least once an hour. I know, I know you don't get too far from that thing, but like right now you're not out there really like checking in. No, on in, it, in a couple of minutes here, I got to go based. But other than that, no, you just make sure it's full of pellets and yeah. So mine's got a 360 yeah. degree dial and you spend all of your time in these two degrees. And if you go up too much, it's <laughs> 350 degrees. If you go down too much, it's 200. So you got to like. So then the con I have for pellets is they're just more expensive than everything that we've talked about beforehand. So, I don't know about that. I'm not. Uh, well, actually, you're right. I mean, you, you after so and then you and then you have offsets or wood burners. They are authentic barbecue grills. Yeah, you're cooking just with wood. Um, the the only kind I have listed as those is they're expensive to get a good one for an offset for an offset. <clears throat> so, so the Oklahoma Joe, I'm not counting as an offset. Did you ever look into those? Um, yeah, wait, wait, briefly. You're kind of, you're, I could tell you your sense of like, you're, you're, you're not, I would never, I would never. Um, why not? J the, the big thing with, uh, offsets that I've at least, uh, looked up cause I don't own one and I, that's, that's going to be my next one. I want, I actually want to build one, and I have a tank at home that I want to turn into one. I got a guy you should talk to. Really, yeah, yeah. yeah. He built. Dude, and he his listens is, to this podcast. Yeah, he he built the most. Beautiful, is that Brad? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 
the dude like uh when we run that white bass run the one guy that was there was like you can't even lift the lid on this thing he built this i mean it's yeah. super heavy duty well i have a uh he wants to come out one of these he just lives yeah you got it i've, hours I've heard about him on the podcast a bunch super good dude i haven't talked to him in a couple shit few weeks now you know but uh yeah he, i would love to have all you guys on at once yeah because well, they, fish fry well the hey. fish fry yeah so we'll get into that in a bit but yeah i would like to have them there we might even have to do this remotely somewhere else just to kind of meet in the middle type yep. thing you know or if somebody wants to you know have it you know i'd like to then, make a smoker that you can have a little fire in the bottom and then have something controlling the like the temperature on top so i have that um is it a fan yeah yeah so um so here all right so give me your rundown of your ideal smoker so what's your, what's your favorite smoker to run um well Oh, man, um, I, well, I, I have this, I have this backwood smoker and it's a reverse flow charcoal smoker. Um, and then I bought the attachment. Um, I have a, a fireboard temperature or thermometer and the fireboard has this attachment. That's a fireboard drive that you hook up a little fan to 12 volt DC fan. And then it will modulate the fan zero to 100. Um, and you got my wheels turning, man. And then you just set it. I mean, I could show you some Sounds graphs like off of this thing. Can and it bus, is... you need a code reader. <laughs> so I, I just made... It was two blinks uh, meat. I just made beef ribs <laughs> yesterday, and this would be the graph from the beef ribs. So you I had them graphs? set at 275, and you can kind of look and see where the temperature was the whole way through. And it, That's cool. It's cool. like within a couple degrees. Of so you just got to keep the fire going. Yeah, yeah. You just make sure there's fuel in there. So it's almost as easy as it pretty much is as easy. Can you as imagine pellet. the codes coming out of that thing? You know, temperature sensor out of range high. So anyway, yeah. like just basic, uh, just a basic answer. So what is like what? So so the backwoods is what I have, and I I like that backwoods that, uh, offset. Uh, it's a reverse flow. No, it's just charcoal. It's like it's a cabinet style. Okay. Um, there's a firebox oh. in the bottom, but then the walls are there's two walls. One is just a insulation like fiberglass insulation, and then there's a hollow wall. And that's where the smoke rolls up the hollow wall and dumps down onto the top of the food. And then there's holes drilled through the back on the bottom that the exhaust goes out. So you got like a nice airflow going through it. So charcoal's your ideal. That's fuel. what I no, I mean ideal I think is offset now at this point, but this is this is the progression of me getting smokers and everything. Like yeah. that's that's my best one that I have. Um, so but so you don't prefer charcoal over wood then you're saying? Uh I I started with charcoal, so I I mean I think wood would probably be the way, but to get a nice offset smoker, you're looking at like three grand. So Really? Which yeah. is what I spent on my pellet smoker. I should have just bought that. <laughs> oh, Jim, <laughs> Jim, you can weld. You what can brand is your pellet smoker? Oh, uh, I, Yoder. Yoder. I and th and that may be coming. You know, this is uh this is so the Kamado. Let me just talk about the Kamado. Yeah. So I got into this because I not that I didn't want the pellet, you know. But I wanted something a little more crafty. No, I, I like I like that decision. I, I, so, yeah, not that not that anybody can do that. I'm not saying that, but it's just like I wanted a little more to it. Like when I go to smoke, like when I fire up mine to smoke something, it's gonna be the it's what I'm doing today. You know, it's yeah. what I'm doing today. No, Which and also kind of like sucks sometimes. Um, well, no, because I I'm telling you, I'm gonna have well, a lot more time with. The I was actually and, gonna bring it up from back in the early days of the Whistle Mission podcast. Um, when I remember like Bill came on and you were like, so you just sit here for eight hours and 
I can cook. Yeah. I could cook fifteen hamburgers. I could cook five hundred hamburgers in the time you cooked. Yeah, them. right. It's like you just but sit around all day, drink beer. And, uh, it's you're like, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't know, man. When you got a full deer carcass sitting in front of you, you're thinking, man, there's got to be a million ways to cook this. And honestly, if it wasn't for the upcoming daddy duty, where it's weekends, I probably still wouldn't be interested in it. Yeah, you know. But like, like you just said, like you. I mean, with all the kids around, like that's probably that's like your little thing to do when you're watching them and being with them. And yep. you know, hey, so don't get near their smoker. Hey, get I, away from there. I, yeah, get away from there. <laughs> I but uh like like even just weekends where I'm just hanging out at home, it's gonna be something to do, you know. It's um, nice this time of year too, because it's like it's 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 a beautiful day out there, but it's not quite you wouldn't go fishing. Right, yeah. You know? So no, but like for instance, like grilling and all that's never been a seasonal thing. You know that like grilling season. Well, isn't I mean, 365 yeah. days a year, you can fire up the grill. I, I, grill, I grilled you know. when it was negative 10 out last year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> you just run out there and you're, you know, I will do say a quick I do snow it. angel, run back in. <laughs> yeah. I do you know? it less frequently in the wintertime, but I still yeah. grill. Yep. But I, I still meal prep on the grill. I think meal prepping on the grill is like the grill. I'm thing. grilling today. I'm not even <clears> chicken <throat> marinating. But anyway, the one thing we, we were talking about with charcoal, because like uh, with, with the difference in cost. So I just bought a bag of charcoal, but you got to buy like real charcoal. Yeah, not, lump charcoal. Yeah, the lump charcoal. Uh, not the Kingsford. What do you got there? Uh, this is natural charcoal. This is this is what you're going to be using. I bought so I bought just because I've been watching so many of their videos with the big green egg. Uh, I really wanted a green egg, and to this like, right now, if they were the same price, I would have bought a green egg. It's just kind of a cult following. You just kind of fall in love with them for no reason. But uh, he, that guy always pushes Fogo. I, I don't even know what stands for. F O G O. Lump charcoal. Yeah, it's like you know a what black, I'm talking about. Black bag, right? They got a black and another one. Fear and, like of, a, and then like a. Paper, yeah. paper, yeah. Fear, fear of grilling out? Uh, fear. I don't know what it's. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, but this guy's. I watched. I know where to buy some if you really wanted to get it. Where's that? Uh, well, I work downtown a lot, and there's this place called Wild Fork, and they they sell it there. So all I use hardware sell it. Oh, do they? But okay. like, so I went in there yesterday. I actually bought my first chimney, um, and I bought a bag of that stuff. But seventeen pounds of that was. Uh, I think I paid thirty bucks. Damn. You know, yeah, it's not cheap. How it's not cooks, cheap. How many cooks do you think again? So that's the thing is like if you it depend on who you watch, they say load it up. You can always have too much, or you can always have how do they word this. You can have too little, but you can't have too much when it comes to smoking. Got it. Because you open the air slots on the bottom, you open it on top. Right. Once you run out, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Now, so my my grill grates actually have a, a hinge on it, so you lift it up so you it's can throw more in there. But you know you're going to lose heat. You know it's going to cool off a bunch. Why wait? Well, with to the catch ceramic up. though, that. Yeah, you don't really lose too much heat with the ceramics. So, like from what I understand, I don't have one. I think that's a big reason. Oh, so we were talking about burping with that. So you know, we're talking about the heat. Is that is that because I've heard of people cracking them in the winter? So they say you got to heat it up slow in the wintertime. Let it come up slow. No, but burping when you're doing it so hot, they're actually saying if you just open that lid up when it's seven hundred degrees, you get this fireball that comes out and burns all the hair off your arm. Yeah. So they actually say to crack it and actually fan it. Really. And get that get that first heat bubble out. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, just a massive influx of oxygen. Just, yeah, and yeah. It's, it's all domed up in there, yeah. you know. But they actually tell you to burp it, oh, raise and lower that lid, and kind of fan it out. Yeah, you know, kind of you, you got to pull up some YouTube videos of someone not burping it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't see. I just everyone said it. I'm like, okay, I can see that. I can. I, Picture just opening an oven too fast and that waft the hot air comes out. So I can imagine when you get a ceramic, you know. Can I get anybody a beer? Tell you what, let's take a quick break. I got a leak. All right. So after a bathroom break, we're back. We're so you you have to give me the rundown on how I can make my own smoker. How much is that apparatus? Oh, 
Um, oh, so we could talk about that because um, actually my next part of my notes was, all right, once you figure out your fuel, then you figure out how much your budget Real is. Real quick, so, so run back through the fuel. So your just your opinion, top rated, which way would um, you go? Well, no. I guess it would depend if you wanted to go offset, but I'd say like entry level, I think charcoal is probably good entry level or pellet. Okay. Um, so if you had to rate them in terms of flavor. So uh, according to this... Um, wood or pellet would be highest, um, best, like best flavor. Hmm. But pellet is? What? Pellet is, you said? Yeah. Now I've also have some experience with a pellet now and have also been online and seen a lot of, uh, people's complaints with pellets and Bill has one. I haven't bought one yet, but people say that the smoke burn is so clean from a pellet that you don't really get like that, like Smoking. real heavy smoke. Yep. Um, so what a lot of people do is buy a smoke tube and just throw that in there and then you get more, but I think that's not really burning as efficiently because with, when you have the pellets burning, it's like such a clean flame It is or clean smoke that it's not as heavy and like gaseous. I mean, if you look right now, there's no smoke coming out of that smoke. Right. So, um, with charcoal and I actually, when I first bought the pellet i did a side-by-side comparison i did ribs on the charcoal and ribs on the uh pellet and i didn't tell anyone which one was which and actually charcoal won out but i think it's because like you kind of like i don't know if i don't know what the um criteria what everyone wanted was but i think if you're like oh they're smoked ribs so that like you kind of taste the smokiness from the charcoal more because Charcoal's not going to burn as clean as, as right. just straight wood. So, um, but yeah, in my opinion, I think like charcoal or or um, wood would be the best. And then, um, but entry level, you're saying probably pellet is probably the best well, entry level. Pellet's the easiest for sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, I I personally like the way that I started was just using a Weber kettle grill, and like it's small, so you can't really cook that much on it. But you're really playing with that air damper, trying to figure out where your temperature is, getting it set. And then your charcoal that you can burn at one time on the kettle grill is not that much. So you got to add char- add charcoal while you're cooking still. So then when you add charcoal on top of a live fire, it's going to drop your temperature some. So there's a lot of playing with it. So do you but agree, I think that's good to learn on. That's, do you agree loaded up with as much charcoal as you think you're going to need yeah, to burn from there? Absolutely. Um, oh, I was just about to say something else, and I forget what it was. What was the name of that system that you have? I have the oh, Fireboard. Um, there, there's a bunch of them out there that you can get. Uh, like the uh, Barbecue Guru is one. There, there's, there's the so let me ask you this. The one Fire. thing like I learned by watching all the Green Egg videos that I'm probably going to do with mine is you add blocks of wood to your flame of charcoal. So you like charcoal is still fueling it. Yeah. But you're kind of smoldering that wood. Yeah. So, the, and that's how I use, I, um, uh, I have this drum smoker. It's just a 55 gallon drum. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it's got a real big charcoal basket. So if I'm doing something that takes longer, like a brisket or a pork shoulder, you load this basket up with charcoal, but yeah, I'll, I'll throw wood chunks kind of throughout it scattered throughout Definitely some on top and and just let it go. But, um, all right, so, yeah, once you figure out how much you want to spend, then you're, you, well, you, you figure out what, what type you want. I did most of my notes off of charcoal just because what I thought you were looking at was 
sounded like charcoal. Yeah. You wanted to, you didn't want it just to be plug it in, go. You wanted to play with it a little bit. So there was one off, there was one uh, off putting thing for me was like, you have to plug that into the house. Yeah. Like that's not even like a fire. It's like a. It, it's just like a. You got to plug it in the house. I, I don't. I, I just find that weird for yeah, being a grill. Oh, it is, it's just running the the board in there and then. Oh the, yeah, definitely. But like, it's just like it's a grill. Yeah. So no, it just it just was weird to me. That yeah. you, you know. The reason I got uh, the propane was so I could take it camping and the yep. price. Um, but you're not taking my camping. I'll tell you that. So, so we're, we're talking about the price. So I, I figured I'm going to stay sub thousand bucks, okay. up to, up to a thousand bucks. And then like, we were looking at the big green egg. Bill bought Gorilla, and I don't know what, if you guys know the story behind Gorilla, but it's two fishing buddies that said we could do this, you know, and they did, and they're they're multimillionaires now, you know, from doing uh-huh. this. So I really like the story, you know, and. So I'm like loyal to brand. So I had my first boat was a Lund boat. So now I think every boat that's the best boat in the world is a Lund boat. So yeah. I kind of stayed to brands. But that big green egg was very appealing. He wanted one, and I'm like, I, you know, I knew a few guys that had them over the years. I'm like, I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a green egg. You start pricing these things out before you're you're rolling coal in that thing. You're at fifteen hundred dollars. I mean, it, it's it's about that, and that's about right. Well, you know? and. The one person that I know, actually, I think I know a couple, but the closest person I know that had a big green egg cracked it. Really? I I felt so bad. I'm like, heating it up too fast in the cold or? No, I I think that maybe a windstorm blew it. I I never even asked. I didn't want, I didn't, I was like, he sent me a picture of it. And I'm like, this is, this is a concern of mine. Um, Yeah. So so I'm I'm actually putting it in a spot on my deck where I can ratchet strap down certain things when a storm comes, you know? But, um, so with mine, so I, I priced out the big green egg, and I'm like, man, this is expensive. And then a guy I know has the Oklahoma Joe, so I was looking into that. And then just scrolling Instagram, the Gorilla Grills one came up, and I'm like, let me see. So I just looked it up, uh, and this this came with the diffuser plate. Remember you texted a picture of the diffuser plate for smoking? Uh, it came with that. All the stuff you need. The stand and everything. Everything. But the, the stand and the side tables come with it anyway. Mm-hmm. But there was a bunch of little things. You'll see when you help me move this thing. Uh, there was a bunch of things that came with it. It came with, you know, all the tools for, you know, working with the meat and all that. Yeah. But you get the whole starter bundle. They, it was 830 bucks delivered versus 1500 you know. Yeah. And then you said you were at Home Depot and saw the Kamado Joes. Yeah. And that was, I think it was 1300 12 or 13 Was that all set up? Got, oh, yeah. It was decked out. So that, okay. So you didn't need to buy anything extra no. with that. Okay. So I mean, they're, they're the Kamado Joe. I know there's like a rotisserie attachment that you can get. Yeah. Stuff. Like I don't think it came with like that. You could you could build off of this thing, but it was oh big time. It was it was set up for everything <laughs> that you needed if you wanted to use it as a smoker. So I was just just looking at the price of it, and it's just like I can justify this. And I even went to my wife and I told her I said, "Hey, I'm thinking about doing this," and she even told me she goes, "Buy something you're gonna like." She goes, because I'm tired of you buying like the beginner version and then upgrading a year later, right. you know. So she says, buy, buy once, one. cry once. Yeah, buy once, cry once. So she told me, if she goes, even if you don't like it, you know, don't buy just the beginner grade one. So that's how it came to be a Kamado, because I really wanted a Kamado. No, I, I like that. I like that choice that you went with uh, when you told me. I'm like, all right, that's good. In my notes, I kind of was like, what I think would be the best. When, let me see. I think I might have told you that just to go. Oh, no, yeah. So mine... My recommendation was a Weber kettle or a uh, build-your-own uh, ugly drum smoker. Okay. But um, but yeah. So my one of my last notes. You keep t- you've mentioned Oklahoma Joe a couple times. It says do not buy a cheap offset smoker, which is the Oklahoma Joe. 
I don't man, they're built out of heavy gauge steel. I don't see how they could I be that think, bad. I don't think they're heavy gauge steel though. The, like it's I bet you it's heavier <clears> duty than that. I bet you it's built heavier duty I'd than that. I'd say it's probably very similar. Um because if I think you want at least three eighths inch thick if you're gonna do an offset. Three oh, yeah. eighths? It ain't yeah. three eighths. You, you, you three need to put that thing on a trailer. Oh yeah, exactly. That would break the leaf springs on my Tacoma <laughs> if, if that was built out of three eighths steel. I'm thinking about making one out of sheet metal. <clears throat> no, no. Oh, that's, I'm going to do it. But no, is sorry. that for, is that for radiant heat? Is that so it is? Yeah, radiant heat for sure. That's that's probably the main thing. Yeah, heat re, like heat retention. Okay. Um, so like how, how thick is yours? You got an offset smoker? Or? I don't have one, but I do have this tank at home. And I don't know. It, what it was, was the tank made? What it was, was an air compressor. And it's probably. Yeah, that's. It I'd say it's like 150 gallons maybe. Like it's big. Wow. It's six feet long. So oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, you know what the, the air compressor compressor in my shop. Yeah, I mean that's probably it's, you're probably about the same size. I bet you. Twenty four inch diameter by sixty eight inches. I think is what it is. So you you got some welding ahead of you. You know how to do all that stuff. Uh, my neighbor is going to be my welder. Man, that's a shame that you're not on that side of the pipe fitters. You know that because you'd be the best <laughs> foot welder in the world if you did the other side. I actually like. I wanted to learn how to weld. That's why I actually joined the pipe fitters. But. I, I'll tell you what. Like they they talk about like there's welders unions and millwrights and all. Like there's all different kinds of unions out there. But they say the pipe fitters are the best welders the in best the world. Welders, yeah. Especially like these Chicago. Yeah, that's how big you want it. The, you're especially and, in your union. They're the best welders. The only thing I've heard that is probably comparable to that is the 150 guys, the A card 150 guys. Well, I don't weld though, so I don't count. <laughs> so, how do you keep it from rusting? Or do you use stainless? Uh, like oil. So I heard that. Maybe you know. I don't. So I was talking to the kid at Ace when I was because I went in there to look at the big green egg. I was actually like that close to it. I, they're tight, man. They're built very well. Oh yeah. But the kid was telling me he's like because they sell Traegers there too. He says the problem with Traegers, he goes, if you're using it a lot. He says after about two, three years, you're changing the lid on it because the smoke rots the hinges out. Have you ever heard of that? No, I haven't heard of that, but <clears> I don't <throat> doubt it. I know that people that use uh, like offsets and you have like a full blown like campfire going on inside your smoker. And if you use thinner metal, the heat from it will just start warping it. At least, so the firebox, I think they most fireboxes are quarter inch steel. So can I and make like a fire chamber, chamber three eighths, but then make like the rest of it? I, I've never I've never built one, um, so I'm not the expert. Well, I'm going to use this fireboard. I would just deal. look into it. I don't know, like heavy gauge sheet metal. Real quick, with that fireboard thing, do you do you hook up like your fan and your temperature probe and like all that stuff to it? Yeah, and like so you plug it right into that little board. Yeah. So and then one of the things about like having to have it plugged into a wall that's like the easiest. But when we did this competition, I had my younger brother just make me. Uh, like a set of jumpers for my it's it runs off 12 volts dc so we brought a battery out of my i think for my trolling motor and just brought the battery two jumpers to the battery and ran powered it off of there nice so Man, got all my wheels turned on the go <laughs> bungee cord to the dolly two-wheel dolly and just brought it out so i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna make one that's one red flag awesome. going back to the oklahoma joe one red flag i did have when i was looking into reviews is they sell you a kit for that you know that tape that you got to oh like, like, uh, like a gasket ceiling. tape yeah the gasket yeah so tape. and i've watched a bunch of youtube videos and people will modify the oklahoma joe and turn it into like a halfway decent smoker but it sounds like you need that tape to do it otherwise i guess yeah that and then uh like the the exhaust pipe i think is just too short so a lot of people like extend it so that you get a better um 
like negative pressure through it so it draws the smoke out because otherwise the smoke just is stagnant in there and you just have like the same air just so you don't you don't recommend the oklahoma joe i don't know i've never used one i've heard nothing but bad things it's a, it's a beginner grade offset smoke yeah and actually i think it's probably beginner grade that steers people away from smoking more than gets them hooked on it okay <clears throat> so with offset you've got the fire over here and then you've got the chamber where the smoke goes yep. over there so it's kind of like an l shape um yeah well it's pretty much it looks just like here that. it looks just like a it just looks yep. just like a pellet smoker yeah. only this has like this has an auger in it doesn't it doesn't this yep. actually so, yeah, it, so that's how pellet smokers work you just uh Basically, there's a hopper there that you fill with pellets, and then there's just a little auger that spins based on the temperature. Right. If it needs to add more fuel or, you know, back off. Um, but, yeah, an offset or a, what we're talking about is, like, it's lower. It's basically like a little fire chamber on the lower right-hand side or whatever side it is, and then it feeds up through the smoker and then the exhaust on the other side. So what about your your experience buying? when you Because you were shopped around. You I remember you told me, and I never even heard of that brand, the Gorilla, and now I own yeah. one. But so, what was your experience when you were shopping for that? Well, a lot of the, like, a lot of my input came from guys from work. Um, yeah, usually they all have pellet smokers, so they're like, you know, Bob. He's huge into smoking and everything, and he makes all these uh, jerkies and everything. He just he brings it in all the time. Um, but so I took a lot of his input and then input some from some of the other guys, and I went with the pellet smoker because it is it is kind of a set it and forget it. You know, you don't. You don't have to be hovering over, and that's it all an day. advantage based on what you're doing. That right. is an advantage. That's a oh, pro yeah. on most people's lists. Yeah, definitely not on Jim's list, of course. But no, <laughs> I just like to make everything complicated. Yeah, <laughs> you know. No, but there there is a good thing where you where it comes from babysitting because you, you if you had to set it and forget it and you did it wrong, you'd be doing it wrong for 15 hours. So I my one buddy that yeah. he, with his Traeger he's he torched a set of ribs and one and he spent a lot of money on that you know he's feeding the whole family hey tonight you know well, I'm making I, dinner I've heard a lot of uh, horror stories probably from the guys that buy the pellet smokers and never did any other grilling or smoking before and then they just don't clean it and they collect all the grease in the bottom so when your grease Ooh. gets stuck too much. And your fire is right here. Critical mass. Yeah. My grill fire. does that. There's sometimes you set it, you know, you got a couple burgers on yep. there, and all of a sudden you look and this thing's at 980 degrees, and you're like, whoa. Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen that online, people yeah. burning their pellet grills up. So my idea right now is to make a cabinet that's controlled by this fireboard, right? Yeah. I love the cabinet idea. They fit anywhere, right? You can buy any cover for them. It's got a little thing to let the smoke out on top so you get the flow through. They actually have a snap-on toolbox cover. That would be perfect for that. You can have it. <laughs> and uh, But so you make like a little tray that won't warp because of the you know the thickness of it. Make a little tray on the bottom that you can pull the ashes out. All of the grease and all the crap that comes off of your stuff falls down into the fire, which I think is so, awesome. Yeah, that's like a uh, direct heat smoker. <clears throat> yeah. Sounds, sounds pretty legit. So, uh... So I came to you, okay. So give me a list. All right, I want I want the most professional grade, number one, down to your number three to so five pick. Give me. I went room. through charcoal smokers and kind of started with the cheapest, which is like a Weber, and it's really not even a smoker. It's a it's a grill, but um, that's going to be your cheapest. Then they sell the pit barrel cooker, which is similar to the ugly drum smoker. Um, it's just like a thirty five gallon drum. And that's like, it's a lot of people will hang their ribs and stuff like that. You got the fire down here, charcoal, just smoking through this barrel. 
Um, then you got the Weber Smoky Mountain, which is the Weber version of uh, like the, uh, the pit barrel cooker. It's a bullet smoker. You put a water pan in there. Um, so now, if you watch the Big Green Egg, they say do not do the water pan. They say stop doing that. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. If you watch a lot, because they say all you're doing is add moisture. So yeah. Yeah. And um, maybe, maybe with like this ceramic, since it's so insulated, may, I don't, I'm not really sure. I don't know why, why you wouldn't do it. But uh, so the next one I got, which we haven't talked about yet, um, is like a gravity fed smoker, which is basically a charcoal smoker um, pellet version. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. No, I'm not. No, so I think I know a version. I think I looked at this. Yeah, this like Master Built makes one. I think Char Griller makes one. But yeah, you have like a, you have like a. It's I think it's a hopper. I I've never worked cooked on one, but it's a a surplus of charcoal off to the side, and then you have it's. You, I'm sure you have to plug it into the wall because it has to be feeding it, and it's probably got a fan to control your temperature. So it's, it's like one of those dog water. It's basically bowls. it's basically a, a pellet smoker, but with charcoal. Um, that's the next kind and I'm going by price. So then, then the next price level would be, uh, Kamado, which is w- where y- you ended up. Um, yeah, they're still pretty comparable to just a regular pellet. Like I, I he spent a little more on that, but not that much more. Um, know? so I have, well, I have the gravity, uh, smoker, um, at like five to 600 and I got Kamado's at like 700 plus. Yeah. Um, that's about right. And then this cabinet style is what I got. Uh, mine was a thousand. Um, and then drum smokers, which I bought mine. Uh, big, the big big Papa smokers like DIY kit. It was. I looked up the current price. It's one hundred fifty five dollars, and you have to provide your own drum. But they give you a step bit to drill all your holes. They give you like templates to locate the holes. Hmm. And uh, for 155 bucks, it's definitely more elbow grease, but uh, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, uh, see, I should have pictures of mine. But anyways, uh, that was an option that I put on uh, as maybe maybe you do that. Yeah, here's what it ended up turning out looking like. Oh, cool! So it looks like I bought it almost. Oh, very but, nice. Yeah, but I like I sanded down the drum and did you paint it? Yeah, I painted it with high temperature black paint. Nice, nice. So, um, yes, I mean, links to all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been a nerd on this stuff for a while. Pat's so. got a new hobby. No, it's not a new hobby, but I, I really want to make something that you can actually make a real fire in and then just not set it and forget it. But like, that, if that's you had how something I control the temp, it would be great. So, my last notes that I have is once you, once you've got what you figured out, what you bought it, you bought yours. The only other thing I think that you need is a thermometer to, monitor your smoker temp like i oh, there's some wi-fi options out there i've, I've got mine's one of those. bluetooth the one i'm looking at is bluetooth it, it, yeah i got it recommended from a few people so. is it uh thermoworks i can tell you what it is thermopro no it's, not uh, thermopro that's it, the amazon brand. it's got uh yeah. it, thermoworks it, this wasn't anything special but um then it's probably the thermopro it was uh it's got four probes in it you you put one on the grate one in the meat yeah maybe two in the meat and then one yeah, in the dome yeah and then the instant read thermometer is your other other tool that you need. That's what I yeah, that's what I got out there. Inkbird. Inkbird, you ever heard of Inkbird? Oh, I've heard of Inkbird. So that thing. Yep. 
So that's the one I'm looking at. It, I, it but just to, only because it was recommended to me. I thought it was you know? going to be like a Chinese, like, go, go, cook now. I've been looking into the meter. <laughs> You've heard of the meter? Yeah. That's I've heard the, a lot of mixed reviews on it, though. So I, when I first started, I, I got the meat stick. I remember that. Oh, that's the same thing as the meter, right? Yeah. It's one of those, just you put it in there, and it was a Wi-Fi thing. Yeah. And the first one I had, it I, I could it would always tell me that the ambient temperature of the smoker was too high. It and was that's always what, giving me an alarm. That's what I've heard about the meter, too. And I'm like, what the hell is going on with this? And uh, so I went back and forth troubleshooting with them. Um, and they're like, maybe it's just a bad stick. We'll send you another one. And they did. They sent me another one. I will say that they did send it. The one they sent me, Same. I couldn't connect to the phone. I couldn't con- get it connected to my phone. So I was like, I'm done. I'm just, yeah, it's right. a loss. Right. So I, I ran into this weird thing where I got my ThermoPro, right? I'm cheap, so I spent like 30 bucks on Amazon. I had two probes. Um, I probed my meat. I didn't probe one for the ambient gem, but I checked this thing so often that it drove me nuts. So finally, I just took it all out. Haven't used one since. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, th- those are the two things I think. You get one for your smoker and then for like big cuns, pork shoulder and brisket, throw one in there. Yeah. But like ribs and salmon, you're not going to have one in there. Yeah, right. No, it's not on there long enough. So, but uh, <clears throat> get one of them and then an instant read just to just to check. I already have two of those because I I am big on that with especially like when I right. get good steaks, you know. So I already do have. I, th- I think I bought one, and then Cal didn't know I bought one, or she couldn't find us, so she bought another one. You know, nothing wrong with having a couple. <laughs> no, there's not, and we use them. You and know, they're cheap too. Twenty bucks at Lowe's, four or fourteen bucks at Lowe's. I actually use one. Like, so did you hear him giving me shit about uh, French press coffee the other day? Yeah. So yeah. I was actually using that in the water oh <laughs> to <my> measure. <laughs> Yuppies, man. Yeah, yuppie coffee. You yuppie know? coffee. Until you have one, you're gonna be like, man, that, that's great. The only thing I haven't had that I want is pour over coffee. That's the next thing I want. Yeah, that's even more. Yeah. Oh yeah pour over coffee. but that's my that's my segment on how to buy a smoker then just find some recipes and and give them a shot so and, you want to talk about the fish fry then we were all texting about this i yeah, still feel like an idiot. i thought dan brought was in that uh isn't this gonna be more of a fish smoke uh it doesn't have to, so that's that's why we're gonna hash this no, out now. i think it's a fish cook because we yeah. could smoke some fish we could fry some fish i've gotcha. got one of them big uh yeah we don't have to nail down i got a big propane right burner the I was deep brewing, fryer well, I, um, we can make it a deep fryer. I was brewing beer for a little bit, so I've got like a big ass propane burner. Man, okay, what don't you do? I, I, that was a bad hobby to get into. It takes too much time. I never, never he's, committed to it. He's the only guy that's still in his thirties that weighs what he did in his like teens. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, like true. he's he's like a pro at food, and you no, would never and know it. Him and Bud. Let's just put it this way: like if I was scroll, scrolling through you on face on YouTube, oh, this is how you cook, whatever. I'd be like, I'm not believing this guy. I want to believe the fat guys. Like, look at the you know? <laughs> <laughs> look at the fat guys. That's who you want for good That's food. That's true. Um, no, that is true. Like you, I'm sure because there's just one guy that comes up on Kamados a lot. He's big on the Kamado Joes. I, he looks like Poindexter too. Oh so yeah, that's even... Smoking Dad. I, yeah, I know him. yeah, exactly. That's exactly. He, him. He's good shit. Yeah, he uh, is. But for some reason, I can't take the guy seriously. I don't <laughs> know why. He's from Canada. Uh, yeah, he's kind of dorky. I um, like him though. But anyway, onto this fish fry. So we want to hash this out. So we're gonna do. The plan is to do a fish fry of trash fish. Now, this came from a listener. I still didn't get a shirt size like an idiot. Uh, it's been busy. You know, when you got a new baby, you wouldn't believe yeah. how busy things are. Yeah, um, but anyway, so we want to do a fish fry on trash fish and then give our reviews of trash fish. Trash fish, air quotes, you know. So we need to come up with a list of what 
we each <clears throat> deem as trash because we well we all need well, to pull, pull well, together what are commonly deemed as trash fish well we have listeners too if you have a trash fish you want us to try and add to the menu send us an email to midwest frontier like, jim the thinks smallmouth is a trash fish at gmail.com so i don't know i don't think smallmouth's a trash fish i just don't think it's an eater i've never know? i've oh, never eaten smallmouth i've heard it's like real buttery and yeah things. oh man it was Slime. like so it was the like one thing I, I i i think i texted in that thing so I, I a guy i work with he's got a boat all set up for shooting asian carp he loves it he's got special boats Those are for called it. kopi kopi i'm not i'm not i'm not going <laughs> in with this so anyway, so he goes out on the Illinois and shoots different, uh, all different spots. He shoots these Asian carp. So I texted him. I said, hey, this is what we want to do on the podcast, blah, blah, blah. He says, you can keep as much as does, you want. Does he eat them? No. No, he no. just shoots them. And Somebody said they taste like cod. Like supposedly they're pretty good. But I, I guess, guess they are. Good. I guess they are worth the eat. So we're going to find out. So that that's definitely one. The other one, so I'm going to get my recurve set up for bow fishing. And the other one I have is gar. And because the Desplaines River, we can there's gar all over, and you can shoot them. There's gar. Do you want to so, eat stuff out of the Desplaines though? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do, it cleaned up. But once once the smallmouth moved in, that tells me that you can eat fish out of the Desplaines now. Gotcha. I'm not doing anything out of the Kelsag. <clears throat> I'm sorry. No. Yeah, the Kelsag's not quite. Well, that's there what yet. I was going to so ask. Is, is there a better place <clears throat> we can catch bullhead then? Belly deep slew on the Grange Road. You're right. You're right. There is. Yeah, there's a ton of bullhead. Because bullhead is catfish, right? But I think they're treated as a garbage fish. They are a garbage fish. They are. They <laughs> I remember he. Mud. We had one out of the canal with him, and we were really excited about what this is because it was fighting like hell. Remember that when we were kids? Oh, and then yeah. uh, he pulled up a, a bullhead. You remember this? Uh, I remember catching bullhead there. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know if I remember this specific. I thing. remember like, oh, he's on, you know, and it, it was fighting like hell, and it was a bullhead. We just stepped on it, ripped the hook out, you know. Like, I'd, I'd go down under the Ridson Bridge with Dan and this uh, other kid, Josh. And we'd go down there and clean up on bullhead, man. Clean up on uh, bullhead. So we have Asian carp. We have gar. Those are the two I brought. So I got one more that's really going to piss some people off, but I'm going to say it anyway. We'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Catfish. But uh, so what? What's some other garbage fish we can add? I was thinking of carp. I, the only I never caught yeah, one big enough to do eat. a carp. Yeah. Oh, definitely carp. carp. So I, I might be able to do that myself right here. Kobe. <clears throat> but if you guys want, well, well, yeah, that's carp. But but I, well, I'm talking like more of like a grass carp. I know they're all yeah, not the Asian it. carp, not the, the Asian, uh, the carp. American carp. No, that, that big old cop, yeah. the big old cop. But where, where <laughs> I took, where I took you in a creek, there's some four footers in there. So I'd like to go see if I can get one of those. Yeah. Um, if not, you can still shoot those in the displays. They're they're in the displays. So sheephead or drum. I just don't know where I'd get one. I was thinking of that, but where would you get one? Shabinaw. Really, they have them in there. Yeah, sheephead. Hmm. Well, sheephead, same thing as a drum. I say we throw a bullhead on the list or a buffalo rather. Buffalo aren't invasive though. They're naturally. I mean, I would try it. Bullhead? What's that? Bullhead. I wouldn't try goby. I'm not doing that. No, no. Those things look like a turd. Or like. I don't think yeah. they're even big enough to get any meat no. off of them. No, you'd have to have like goby sardines. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Um. So, what other trash fish can you guys think of? What are we? What else? I, the one thing I never caught big enough to eat, but I was going to put on the list is rock bass. I never, you know, that was always kind of a. Yeah, the, those are pretty garbage. They are, but I, have you ever caught one big enough where you're like, oh, you could eat that? Yeah, in Wisconsin, I did. Did you really? Yeah, Wolf River. So well, I guess we'll try and get ones if we if we can if we can get them too. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, so what else? What else we got for trash fish? What else are you thinking? Salmon. <laughs> gotta have something good, right? <laughs> gotta have gar. By the way, we gotta have gar. I'm gonna try and get gar because they they come right up to the boat on the surface, and then with with the recurve, you know. I mean, if they taste like how they look, man, it's gonna be bad, but. Would some 
like some people would consider catfish to be a garbage. Yeah, fish, no, we got to do it. I don't think I've ever eaten like a channel cat that I've caught. Bullhead, man! If you guys saw the one I pulled up last year at down in, uh, you pulled up two of them. I pulled them. No, the one. Oh yeah, one you're right. Shabinaw and then. Shabinaw. I, I got one at Shabinaw. Yeah, didn't you pull one up at Shabinaw? We got one at the White Bash and I got a monster. Yeah, we thought we were we were getting walleye. Yeah, no, I a cat. I thought I remember you getting no, one but there, there's that little, that set of ponds, that set of strip mines just south of here. I just uh, what about snapping turtles? That, that might have even been a flathead. I found out I, after I was telling somebody about it, they're like that might have been a flathead. Remember that? <laughs> I, I got a TikTok video of uh, that's a good one. What's that, Ben? Snapping turtle. A snapping oh. turtle. You know, but that one I caught in, I Fuck can't think things. of the name of the, <laughs> I can't think of the name of the strip. Can I swear on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. We okay. do sometimes. <laughs> the Lamont quarries? No. I'll think of it. You said just south of here? Remember I did the, I did the uh, Catfish Billy song on the TikTok. Yeah. What was the name of that place I was at? I can't think of it. I could, I could drive there right now and I can't think of the name of it. You said it's south it of here? Yeah. It's, uh, it's south of here. Mm, hey, but, we never went through our weeks in the beginning of this podcast. No, we didn't because I, went, I knew we were gonna like. I, we're, we're, I was planning a shout out on my through the week um, on the beginning of the podcast. That one, Bill. I got a shout out to Matt Norris on the podcast. Oh, Matt Norris! I actually yeah. had a question about. I that. went to the Tinley uh, fishing show with Matt yesterday. Yeah, I wanted to see to how see that him. fishing show was. It was small. I was surprised how small it was. You've been to the Tinley Convention Center before? Yeah. It's pretty big. Yeah, you know, they had like the partition walls way way walled so off. So not worth it. Not ten dollars worth it, no. Okay, I almost went today, and then I was like, "Man, I got a lot of work to do." Any yeah, I should have texted you and told you. Um, no, I saw a lot of guys with like Midwest musky uh, like shirts on, but yeah. like nothing, nothing for uh, like a booth or anything. There, there was one uh, musky psycho, I think it was called. They had a booth. Uh, no Midwest frontier hoodies out there no. no if i had one i would have been wearing it that would have been great i know i really wanted to get when you said that i'm like man this would be perfect i can't believe i forgot that but no. uh but yeah no i was actually pretty surprised how small it was um yeah i mean we walked through the whole thing in 20 minutes it okay. looks like you're a hoodie guy do you want a hoodie um but it's t-shirt weather coming up okay all right anyway we gotta go back to the trash fish thing here we got trash way out fish so for the trash fish, we're, Pat says like June's not going to work. So maybe May or July, we'll see. I think um, probably the later gives us a little more time to catch them. Yeah, I'd say July. So yeah, okay. So we'll shoot for like July. So, but anyway, we got uh, we have Asian carp, we have grass carp, we have gar, and the one I'm going to say there's I don't know if you, it'll make you guys mad, but there might be a listener that makes mad. But what else can you guys think of? So if, if I caught Catfish. stuff like smallmouth and pike, could we also cook those but just keep them in a different category? Uh, well, to certain people, pike are trash fish. You know, you go to Wisconsin, they got incentives to take them out of the lake. That's I, am I, not, say, I am not going to go on the record and call pike a trash fish. Is, Me too. Is this going to be like an open invite thing to yeah. any Midwest frontiersmen? Yeah. So then I say we just add any fish we, we have on hand to the uh, menu. Yeah, but, but just, then we have the trash the trash fish menu as well. It's a fish fry, but we'll have the the trash fish uh, rating yeah. section. I put catfish and salmon on the trash fish list. Is that okay? <laughs> there you go. Some, if you, yeah, you throw, yeah put kings fish. on there. I heard those. Yeah, are king king salmon. Kings that's that a, when they're about fish. to die, I've and caught them. They're zombies, yeah. man. Yeah, they're like black and rotting. Um, 
What's, right, your, what's so, your fish that, that's going to make So the one cool. trash fish I want to put on there, because to me it's not an eater. I don't care what anybody says, but I want to put largemouth bass on there because I think it's a Dude, stupid all right, fish. Dude, I'm, I'm actually kind of with them. Like, they're not – like they're so popular that that kind of makes them a trash. Well, they're a sport fish. They're I mean, right? A lot yeah, of they're not really an. Do you still fish for largemouth? Do you still uh, go out for largemouth? Yeah, if I'm fishing around my house, I'll oh, just go throw cast some lures over there. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, like if you had to take a trip somewhere, anything you wanted, would you be fishing for largemouth? I don't know. No, it's just no. I've never eaten largemouth. They're, they're always kind of like a bycatch. You're like, oh, I got one. Oh, that's a so is largemouth gonna go on a trash fish? Yeah, it's just not an eater there. fish. You don't hear anybody bragging about it. I do it for large. Yeah, I'm gonna put largemouth on there. But I'm so anti-largemouth. Uh, I just think it's just I, I, the Bassmasters ruined the fishing industry. If you ask me, they just set the pace for they're, everything. I mean, they're, they're, they have their place. They're fun. They're easy to catch. Oh, you got to get this little well, like worm. Said, you're, you're around home in the ponds. It's like that's the going to yeah, be the, the big pond fish. over there, right off a of schoolhouse. <clears throat> you can go there. All right, that's fun. Slay bass. Now, what about bluegill? Let me just throw that out they there. Not a trash fish. They're no. not a trash fish. Okay. We can add them. And people, people love the only reason why I'm knocking futs over bluegills. The only reason why I threw that in there is because all our ponds are overcrowded with them. So that's the only reason why I threw that in there. Well, they're all stunted, and you're not going to find a good right. either. Yeah, they're, they're all, all stunted. And... All right. So what else we got? So we got Asian grass, gar, catfish, largemouth. What else we got? Bullheads. You got bullheads on there. Um, and I'm not going to catch those at the canal. I'm gonna have to find somewhere else. <laughs> I'm telling you, Belly Deep Slough, right off of the Green. He's right. Road, uh, I, I've caught him there too. Just hey, north. Can you of, still get uh, dogfish out of the Kankakee? Uh, you mean like bowfin? Yeah. Um, I gotta imagine so. I've never caught one. I've, we, we've between me, Dad, and Jim, I, we've caught one. I forget who actually caught it. Dad did. I remember it. We thought he had a pike on. Ugliest the way, thing I've ever seen. The way he was rolling around, we thought it was uh We thought it was a pike. What about like suckers? I mean, they're not really a trash fish. They're kind of a necessary fish. Yeah, clean right. Up, but I don't know. I've never eaten one. I've never heard of people eating one. I'm trying to think of actually going out and getting these things. Is what it, Oh, were, were we going to put pike on there or no? I'm going to try and catch pike and put it out there. I'll go out. Not, but I'm not going on the record and saying that's yeah, a Yeah, I wouldn't fish. put it in the trash fish uh, category. Yeah, don't even write it down. Okay. We're just going to bring it. I'll go out there and I'll catch a million bullhead. I'll make an afternoon out of it. Well, we're gonna we're gonna go and catch a bunch of fish on the white bass run. So yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I can catch a bunch of bullhead. They're gonna taste. Like oh, a I know a trash fish walleye. Yeah, we gotta put walleye in her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're so full of shit. Your eyes are brown. <laughs> just, just trolling everybody here just to see. Okay, Bill looks at me like. Uh, I think we're talking about two different things. That's like seventeen ninety nine a pound of jewel right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> are all fish trash, Jim? All right, so not goby. Because uh, no, they, they don't get big enough. Yeah, what about musky? What about musky? Yeah. Those are those are invasive all so over. So they the are considered not to be a good eater, but we will never be able to keep one anywhere we fish. Um, uh, in Illinois, in certain spots, you can. You, you'll catch one big enough. Yeah, it's only like forty something inches for in, in a lot of spots in Illinois. So well, we're gonna waste a lot of time on that one. Um, <laughs> so that's that's the running list. Now we'll keep moving here. But that's if the you guys have any suggestions? Now. Feel free to send them, send them in. Yeah, the Midwest Frontier at Gmail, or if you still got the whistle, oh, wait, is it podcast. the Midwest Frontier? The oh, sorry. Duh. Um, no underscores or dashes or no, good. no, not a not an email or um, whistle mission podcast at gmail.com. So if you still got that, yeah, it still works. So I still got the thing. It's still they go to the I same place. Stupid, yeah. I get it all on my phone. Um, so that's pretty much. It. Is that all we got? Is that Cal? I think that was plenty. Oh, it is. That yeah, <laughs> is. Welcome to Kelsey's corner. Hold on one sec, folks.
All right, that, so that was uh, the last interruption, school. folks. Sorry about that. Insert Kelsey's <laughs> Corner here. Kelsey's yeah. Corner was walking yeah. and down the street in front of Bill's house, so we had to stop. And How to walk a baby. Creeping, yeah. creeping on the podcast. Yeah. So after the, the so we have the garbage fish fish fry, we got to take time to stock up, so keep your garbage fish. And uh, if you have any suggestions, put in there. And then uh, that's pretty much all we had. So we have this. It, there was a, that was, I said it last week, but I'll say it again. That was a suggestion from a listener, so... I wanted to thank you, listener. Yeah, Shout him out. Him. Who is it? Sam. Sam. Sam's his name. Yeah, I don't want to give his last name just because you know. Yeah. Shout out to Sam. Well, um, Sam, you're going to be getting uh, a Sam, t-shirt. Doesn't and a Sam sticker. live down south somewhere? Uh Southern Indiana. Will he come up for the the fish fry? Probably not. He did make it to Chicago for he he emailed me once about catching salmon in the harbors. I told him where they were at, and uh, but yeah, he's invited. You know. Uh, Anybody, I mean, anybody's really invited. If, if, if we get crazy popular all of a sudden, then no, you're not invited. You <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> but uh, oh, so the way you turned on right Michael now, Jordan, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so that's that's it for this. The, we, there was one thing we were just about to talk about. We were talking about uh, with weeks and stuff. We were going to say something, no? Maybe, you know what? I, maybe it was just me telling oh. you how he's got screwed pulling that rope through. Yeah, no, I just wanted to shout out Matt Norris. That's a, that's. Does he listen? I've, yeah, he listens. Oh, good. Oh, thank you, Matt. Does he do any of the smoking stuff? Is this anything to does no, anything to him? No, I don't think so. He will. He's yeah, a, he should. Matt, buy a smoker. He's a dad now. So <laughs> I still feel bad we were in Josh's garage. I, still, Matt's, I think Matt, about this story all the time. Matt is big into bird hunting these days. Is he really? Yeah, his uh, in-laws, that's that's their thing. What so. kind of birds? Like geese uh, or? Uh, pheasant, I think, mostly. Oh, okay. That would be a cool I think way geese, to hunt. too, I think. Dude, Dude, I, I, I had geese, and it was... And, it wasn't like the finest meat on the planet, but it was good. Yeah, uh, greasy, it, it, right? Everybody said greasy. I, I did not take that away from that at all. Okay. And ours had a lot of fat on them, but it wasn't. You're eating. You're, it's not like you're eating it like that's crazy. You know, like ducks are greasy. Real. I heard. Fatty. I heard ducks are. But my dogs love duck. We got their dog food is made out of duck. They just they demolished it. I've had. But real quick, I want to give my shout out story to Matt. The one time we were in Josh's garage, and this does have to do with fishing. Um, we had this puffer fish. It was like a fake puffer fish. And uh, me and Josh were like playing chicken, throwing it back to, you know, back and forth to each other. And we'd catch it real lightly while we threw it up to Matt. And Matt stuck his hand out like you were like this. And it stuck underneath his fingernail. Oh, oh, it, yeah, oh yeah. That like broke the fall. Fish. And he's like, ow. What was <laughs> it made out of? Uh, it was like a, it was like a taxidermy puffer fish. Really? Even though I, I think it was fake, but yeah. Yikes. One last little news article I want to end with, just because I'm kind of a whiskey whiskey snob, so I love this story. You you might get a kick out of this too, Pat. InsideHook.com: Lake Michigan shipwreck a shipwreck contained 17 million dollars of booze and I other. Heard about this. Did you? Yeah. 17 million dollars of booze and other valuables. There are 280 barrels of whiskey on this ship. They've been down there for 170 years. Holy cow! The Westmoreland. That's the name of the ship. It sunk on December 7th, 1854. 17 people died and uh, 17 million in booze, gold, and other valuables. Uh, believe that the ship was carrying all this to the soldiers on Mackinac Island. You guys ever been up on Mackinac Island? Yeah, I haven't. Do you know how they got that big fort up there? So they were probably up in Never there. I, we didn't stay long. Um, There's a big fort up there, and they're probably shipping it to those guys that were in there. Uh, Ross Richardson is the guy. He found it in 2010, now plans to unearth it after getting a permit. Uh, it could be many years away, he said, though. It could be decades away. So it's like, come on. But I would love to know what that bottle of whiskey is going to cost, you know? I, I d- they're probably not drinkable. It's probably invaded with the water. No, no. 
All that's all that's sealed. The thing he said he's most excited about is because whiskey and corn, or with the whis- the corn in the whiskey, the corn and the wheat in the whiskey was very different genetic makeup in the mid 1800s than it is today. So it will not corn back then would not taste like what corn does today. The shit's mm. rocking fuel, and that's what makes up all that shipload that's of some booze. Good shit there, dude. I would love to get my hands on that. God, even I would though love it's to get sealed, I I bet you that. If for them for him to get one barrel of whiskey out of there is like impossible because it's gonna be screwed up. In next know. week's episode, Jim takes up scuba diving. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jim's down there invading this guy's space. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted one whiskey barrel. <laughs> just I, I just want one bottle. I don't even want the. It's two hundred eighty barrels. I don't even know. I, I forget. I used to know how many bottles come out of a barrel. You know, depending on you know size of the bottle, obviously. Dude, I, I would lot. go halvesies on that with you, unless it was like ten thousand bucks. <laughs> I'll go halvesies too. Uh, we'll go thirdsies. <laughs> we got three halves. No, twenty five percent. Um, anyway, that was one little interesting story that I, I I never heard of. He found it in two thousand ten. So I mean, it's not like a new story, but he's like looking to get it. Yeah, cool. but he just came out about it now. He's like, man, I hope nobody. We didn't this. do a Bushlight Billy segment. I figured we kind of covered it. Now that you guys yeah, said no, you want to, I feel it's, like this is Bushlight Billy's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's Bushlight Smoke Philly. And Phil. Yeah, Smoke and Phil and Bushlight Billy. Yeah. No, I, no, I kind of like Fishy Phil. I want to stick with Fishy. Fishy Phil. I like Phil. Fishy Phil too. Yeah, I like Fishy Phil. Did you hear my story when we went perch fishing? And like, I'm, I'm like still like opening my. Oh yeah. Fish on. <laughs> it was like what, what? I don't even have my line tied up yet. I'm actually, I was going through my stuff for the white bass run. I'm actually going to take, I'm going to use that crappie rig we got. Yeah. I'm going to try that. Try I'm, and catch two at once. Yeah. Try and double nice. up because he's got two rigs that come off. Yeah. It. I just remember being at the Displains River and none of us were catching anything. And Phil's like, oh, there's one. Oh, there's one. Yeah. Oh, there's one. Well, I did good. Like, I, Where are you putting I don't these? know. The Millers are my lucky charm when I go fishing because <laughs> yeah. otherwise I can't catch Oh, well, then shit. I'm my own unlucky charm. <laughs> yeah. you're, like, you're my lucky charm for seeing fish, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the only way I saw is because you caught it. Anyway, so that's it for the week, right? Anything else you want to throw in? Anything else? No, Anything I'm else? good. Phil I'm says good. buy a smoker. If you're thinking about it, just yep. buy it. You know? Remember, yeah. the, the the shirt and the t-shirt thing are still on the table. So, What was the deal with that? Or the shirt and the hoodie thing. Um, If you give me 20 bucks, I'll make you a hoodie. If you email us and give us an idea for the podcast, we'll send you a shirt. All right. That's it. Thanks, Phil. You know you're invited every week we do this, right? Yeah, so like, I, you just let us know when you want to come. Sounds good. So, And if you got any topics that are just hot to try, got to bring up, just bring them up. It'll probably yeah. make our jobs easier. Well, yeah. Just let you know our, our contributors are all uh, unpaid. So. so, yeah. That's fine. Except he pays for, you in uh, hoodies and T-shirts. <laughs> except for Bush Light Billy. He's got a nice six-figure income. Hey, I spent a lot more time doing research for the podcast than Pat did. I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> I could, I'll tell you <laughs> that much. That's a load too. of crap. <laughs> you, did, you did more research for this episode than Pat has since we started. You know? <laughs> got a oh, lot of time reading articles, man. <laughs> spent a lot of time reading articles. But no, you've always got a notebook full of stuff. So even if I had anything to say, I'd be like... And then For some like, reason, I, I enjoy doing the research. I don't know why. I know? enjoy doing the research, but I'm like, it was just like how I did your best man speech, regardless of how bad everybody thought that was. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Wasn't it pretty good? I don't remember it. Ad lib. Yeah. It was all, I just like had a bunch of points and I covered them in my mind and I made some bad jokes. Pat, take us home with a Chicago accent. Goodbye. Yeah. So right. Give us a good Chicago uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, be sure to tune into the beef uh, podcast. Or uh, YouTube, YouTube. Uh, that's it. Goodbye. Thanks. Say we'll hi see to you. your folks for hey, me. Hey, we'll see you. Yeah, say, say hi to your folks for me. Hey, I don't say hi to your folks for me. Um, oh, what's that one thing that you know Chicago Chicago moms always say? What is that? Uh, uh use guys. Yeah, you guys <laughs> listen next week. Use guys. <laughs> in, the, in the city, we heard it, and I still say it just out of uh, out of uh, like just a reflex. But I say, see you. See you. See you.